It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. And shine nerds welcome to the macro morning show a part of the love thy nerd podcast network i'm radio matt and i'm mo and we're the official exclusive morning show for ltn radio nearly all of love thy nerd shows and podcasts air on ltn radio first and you'll also find an amazing mix of christian rock rap pop and indie all week long that's right so if you are listening to our show on podcast you're late and you're missing out on all we have to offer check out ltnonair.com or download the live 365 app search and favorite ltn radio today on the show answering millennial questions about the 90s and 2000s we've also got junk food tuesday a taste test can ask us anything five random facts and more but first oh today i i heard a salt shaker in my ear yeah i had that was a uh i got an email and i had a browser open i wasn't supposed to have Tisk, but first Tisk. today is tuesday january 5th 2021 and we've got some holidays to celebrate that's right it's national bird day bird day happy bird day no whistling like a too much wind. <laughs> Gale force winds. Uh, it is also National Whipped Cream Day. Yeah. Uh huh. Everything yeah, is yeah, better with yeah, whipped, yeah, yeah, whipped yeah, cream. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whipped cream. Whipped creme. And no, cream, not creme. Cream. 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 <laughs> and it's National Keto Day. So, uh, it, uh, sheesh. I won't look. It's, it's fine. fine. No, I don't trust you. Yeah, it's okay. You know I really don't trust you. <laughs> How could I? You're the one. How could I trust Listen, you after what you happened? are the one who left it on my paper. <laughs> I didn't go out of my way to search for anything. You gave me the answers. Anyway, National Keto Day today <laughs> uh, rings true because tonight... John and I are recording our our next podcast for uh, Two Words Podcast, the wrestling podcast here on LTN Radio. Mm-hmm. And as a part of that, we're doing the freaking One Chip Challenge uh-huh. and then trying to read some famous wrestling promos uh-huh. while in pain. So as we both know, uh, the the... Trying to make it through the One Chip Challenge required a lot of carbs. Mm-hmm. Quite a lot of sugar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll have Hawaiian rolls, we'll have ice cream, we'll have Pepto-Bismol, we'll have all that good stuff again tonight. And then once we're done with that, I have no more excuses of, well, I don't want to start keto officially yet because I still have to do this. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Because I keep having, because, you know, when you, and this is a legitimate reason, like I, I was ready to start after Christmas uh, and then I thought, oh gosh. 
the first like two and a half weeks, you're doing the keto flu because yes. your body's having to ad- adjust to it and it's awful. I'm like, I don't want to get through all that and then have that night where I'm going to shovel a pint of ice cream, yeah. milk and uh, bread into my stomach and then just have to reset and do it all over again. So I have not been doing keto. See, but if you had talked this out with me prior, it I would have been able to... I I would have emphasized, go ahead and start keto because there is ice cream, keto-friendly ice cream that you can eat. There's keto-friendly mm, bread. No, well, yeah, there can is. Can I finish my thought? <laughs> I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I would have then challenged you. You've already done the one chip challenge, so you know what you're getting into. <laughs> it would have been, what's better? No. Doing the one chip challenge ketosis style or... Carb style. No, because see, here's the reason it had to be Hawaiian bread. You have to have the sweetness as well. That's part of what cools down the heat. I'm if sure you're just eating you can straight find a Hawaiian... keto bread. No, they don't have Hawaiian keto bread. They barely have Hawaiian bread. And you got to order that off the internet, this tiny cube for 30 bucks. Hmm. It's ridiculous. Now, there's that like. How much did you pay for the bread? chip? Yeah. Chip. chip was 10 bucks a piece, yeah. <laughs> Okay, but I got to tell you this, okay? I know that we talked about it yesterday and our reactions and how we felt and sitting here hearing you talk about it. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'd do it again. Don't hold me to it. (laughs) Please don't make me do it again. Well, I'm not going to make you do the one chip challenge again, but I will have another spicy challenge. I've already got it for next Christmas. Yeah. It'll just sit here and wait. Good thing is it won't go bad. So that'll give you a clue on what it could be. I... <laughs> Whether it goes bad or not, I still don't think we should eat anything that's sat here for over a year. It's 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 a candy. It's not going to expire. It's not a gummy candy either. Gummy candies will expire, but this is a hard candy, so it won't expire. It'll be good. Mm. It'll be good. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I still have to order another one. I only have one actually, but it'll be fun. Okay. What yeah. were we talking about? Keto. Uh, yeah, so keto. I get to go on keto tonight. National Keto Day. <laughs> and officially start it again, which I know it works. I know it works because I did it and I lost nearly 100 pounds. And then stupid 2020 ruined my life and I got all depressy like everybody else and just started eating all the time because I was home alone. And, uh, or, well, not home alone, home with two kids driving me nuts. And uh, that was day in, day out, day in, day out. So I just ate, gained nearly all of it back, which is great. You can do it. I know. I believe I can, which is the difference, which is the difference of pretty much every other false start I've had to get back on it this whole year. I'm like at the point where like, yes, I'm ready. I can do this again. Okay. I just got to get through this stupid chip challenge commitment (laughs) and I will do it again. Also, the keto ice cream is good. There is keto ice cream that's great. The problem is, is it's, it's not like creamy. And so, like, you know, like with you, more like icy sort of, no, it's more like, it's, it's more consistent with, uh, I don't even know what to say. It's got a bit of a chalkier taste to it. Like it breaks apart. It doesn't, it doesn't so much like smooth, like, like you were making out with the ice cream, Mm -hmm, putting your lips in. You can't do that with keto ice cream unless it's like nearly liquid melt. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it just, it just wouldn't work. It just wouldn't work. Yeah. 
You might have been surprised had you talked it out with me prior. Nah. Yeah. You would have just convinced me not to trust you. Yeah. <laughs> Story of my life. All right. We're going to play Onion, Not Onion. I've got three headlines here. Two of them are either fake news stories from places like The Onion or The Babylon Bee. The other is an actual news story, and I'm going to read all three, and Mo is going to try and guess which one is the real headline, and you can play along at home. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Let me uh, get this set up here. Okay. Headline number one. Wife sells PlayStation 5 after she discovers husband lied and said it was an air purifier. <laughs> Which, if you've seen the PlayStation 5, is not hard to believe. Mm-hmm. It looks dumb. <laughs> Headline number two. Mumford and Sons can't believe they all got each other mandolins for Christmas. Okay. And lastly, Gavin Newsom says California will stay on lockdown until scientists discover cure for death. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'm going with that last one. <laughs> Not hard to believe. Mm-mm. Also, did you watch the New York ball drop? No. Well, remember how earlier in the COVID scare back in March or April, Gal Gadot started that, that celebrities all singing imagine thing that everybody took as, yeah oh, this is awful yeah this is incredibly tone deaf yes well they sang that song right before the official countdown started they had someone play that song at Times square and then after the ball dropped which you know nobody's there yeah after the ball dropped the governor and his wife in in new york just or mayor, I don't know, one or the other. I think it's a governor. Just dance. They did the dance themselves in Times Square. Nobody else could come, so they got to dance as New York burns behind them. Wow! It's just all incredibly, incredibly tone deaf. But the fact that they picked that song right before, I'm like, really? Are you not paying attention to this year? I, see, I'm glad that I didn't watch it because I probably would have had like a small panic attack of the world's really ending. Right. The world is really about to just be done. Anyway, you said it was the last one. Yeah. Governor uh, yeah. Newsom. Yeah. Uh, let's see if you're right. A Taiwanese man was lucky enough to score the newest PlayStation 5, but, but his time with the device... Whoop, was short-lived because his wife sold the console when she found out it wasn't an air purifier like he told her. The buyer, Jin Wu, shared the experience on Facebook. Wu said he arranged to meet up with a seller in person and even called to verify the purchase, but was met by a female voice who he said didn't sound like she was much of a gamer. Mm -hmm. Wu added that the price is also the cheapest to find on the day. When Wu met the seller uh, to claim his new PS5, he was greeted by a sad husband instead of his wife. Uh, after a short exchange about where the device was purchased, the husband admitted that he tricked his wife into thinking the game's console was an air purifier. Wow. It's, it's my wife who wants to sell it. The Facebook post read, I went silent after seeing the look in his eyes. I could feel his pain. Seems like women can't, can still tell the difference between a PS5 console and an air purifier, the post concluded. I mean, I mean, look at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just, it really could be. It really could be an air purifier. Sure. Could also be a, a binder. 
like two binders yeah. put together. Yep. Trapper keeper. Mm-hmm. Dang. Could be a lot of things. Keepers? Remember trapper keepers? Yeah. Those were the thing, man. Those you weren't were cool unless you had a trapper keeper. Yeah. And don't try and bring no off-brand. No either. off-brand trapper yeah. keeper. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many uh, Star Wars pictures you can put on that thing. It's not a real trapper keeper. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> By the way, what's a trapper? Why is it a trapper keeper? I don't know, but I kept it. Uh, right? <laughs> that trapper went going nowhere. <laughs> All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, it is Junk Food Tuesday. But first, this week in Nerdy News. Stick around. This week in Nerdy News. This is LTNN. Marvel has announced a brand new original series coming to Disney Plus called Armor Wars, starring Don Cheadle as James Rhodes, a.k.a. War Machine. The series will tell the story about Tony Stark's worst fear coming true. What happens when his tech falls into the wrong hands? It better have Justin Hammer in it. That's all I'm saying. If I don't see Sam Rockwell dancing across my screen, at least in one of these episodes, I'm going to get a little upset couple female superhero movie updates. First up, Brie Larson will return as Carol Danvers in Marvel Studios' Captain Marvel 2, directed by Nia DaCosta. And joining the cast will be the recently announced Ms. Marvel, Emin Villani, who will be also featured in her own Disney Plus series. And jumping universes over on the DC side, Wonder Woman 3 has officially been greenlit, and the director Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot are going to be back for the third film. Despite the fact that it seemed to kind of have a wishy-washy release, I mean, I saw it. I liked it. I thought it was good. I mean, there's like a hundred superhero movies now. They can't all be in-game. Give her a break. The team at Hacksmith Industries has created a cool pair of self-lacing shoes inspired by the classic Nike mags that Marty McFly wore in Back to the Future Part 2. With these shoes, all you need to do is press the button on the side and the laces tighten. The shoes aren't perfect as they do have some exposed electronics, so you might not want to go jumping into puddles just yet. Regardless, they're still pretty cool and might be a harbinger of you know something like this commercially available in the future. Hmm? And in more movie news, yes, I know there's a lot of it. COVID's going away. Give me a break. The Flash is going to start production in April of 2021. Of course, we've already heard that Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton are both joining the movie as different versions of Batman. The multiverse is coming, and I can't wait, but Grant Gustin better be in that one scene from the other crisis. Don't screw this up, DC. That's going to do it for this week in Nerdy News. I'm Radio Matt, and this is LTNN. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. If you're listening on Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network, remember that all of our shows air first on LTN Radio during the actual morning hours, and we'd love to kick off your day with some humor and fun. That's right. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule, and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. You can also enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices, and then simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. Bring them on. You want to guess what they're about? Keto. 
whipped cream. Oh, okay. <laughs> so originally, <laughs> that is not going to get old ever. Um, originally, I was going to do keto facts, but the more that I started looking, the more I realized it's hard to actually decipher facts from people's opinions. Right. Well, it works differently for a lot of people too. So there could be many that are actually true, just not for everybody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also that I feel like it'd be boring. <laughs> That's fair. Whipped cream sounds entertaining. Okay. So you ready? Let's go. Whipped cream has been around since the 16th century. It was included in recipes that date back to 1549 in Italy and 1604 in France. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, in very old text, it was referred to as, oy, let me see if I can do this. Oy. No, not oy. That's not oy. what it was referred Neige de lait in French and neve de latte in Italian. Both translate to milk snow. Milk snow? Milk snow. I, also, I thought you said milk snot for a second. No, and snow. And I'm like, that's disgusting. Snow. But accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> right? That's what I'm going to call it from now on. Milk snot. Milk snot. You want some milk snot on your hot chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> and it makes the same noise, too, as like when you're blowing your nose when it's coming up. <laughs> That's the same noise. That, it's true. It's milk snot. It's milk snot. There you go. Enjoy, everybody. <laughs> mm -mm. Wow. The world record for the tallest dollop of whipped cream on a mug of hot chocolate is seven and one quarter inches. Oh, gosh. I thought you were about to say feet. I'm like, no way. It's taller I than call, you. I call foul. <laughs> Shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> Until the 19th century, recipes for whipped cream called for whipping the cream with a willow or rush branch in a piece. Oh, in place of a modern whisk. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I mean, you have to use something, right? Yeah. It, to me, it just seems weird to use a branch. I mean, get a switch. Like you'd have to go cut a switch to get a spanking. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, if it can do that. I had to do that. It can whip some cream. As a kid. If it can whip your behind, it can whip some cream. You, you know? had to go get your own switches when you were a kid? I never had to do that. Okay, let me read this. I got hit by pack. the fly swatter. <laughs> Let me read this last fact, and then I'll tell you a quick story. All right. Uh, cream must be below 50 degrees to whip. At 50 or above, it churns into butter rather than whips. Weird. Yep. But I guess but interesting. it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. Tell me okay, your story. So here's my story. I think I've told you this before, but when my parents were divorced when I was very young, and so my mom started dating my stepdad when just before my second birthday, and they like to say that they ran away um my mom and i were still living with my grandparents and literally in the middle of the night my stepdad came and picked us up and we took off right okay um so for about six to ten months we lived in campgrounds so we camped right um and my stepdad probably my earliest memory of my stepdad, which isn't a good one, but is him making me go and pick my switch. Wow. I was just two years old. Two? Uh-huh. I had to go pick my switch. You remember something from when you were two? Yes. Chris tells me all the time that I remember coming out of the womb. <laughs> my earliest, earliest memory is when I got my fingers shut in the door. Look, you can still see. You listening can't see. But do you see that? Do you see how my... 
There's yeah. that indent on my yeah. middle finger right there. Yeah. That was right. That was on my first birthday. How on earth do you remember that? I don't know. I really That's don't crazy. know. Like, I don't remember. I think my earliest memory, I was seven. Like, I can't remember anything from earlier than that. Yeah. Trauma. Strange. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, hey. There you uh, go. So that's a, <laughs> an even more random fact. No, uh, I always got hit with the fly swatter. Uh, and I remember, and she'd like hit me on my legs, too, instead of like on my butt, which mm-hmm. for some reason really hurt a lot worse. Like yeah. the back of your legs. Mm-hmm. Like with a belt, too. Rarely I'd get a belt. If, mm-hmm. I, was, if I did something really bad, I'd get a belt. But uh, I remember the one time when she spanked me finally, and I was like, oh, that didn't hurt. Like, I had just gotten too too old to where mm-hmm. that wouldn't really hurt me anymore. And I don't remember anything after that. So <laughs> <laughs> Because immediately following that, your mom said, that didn't hurt. Watch this. So you're missing a chunk of time. Right, there. yeah. Yeah. Picked up a cinder block and yeah, exactly. took me out. <laughs> There's one thing that Mo and I can't deny. We love junk food, and each week we like to discuss new and upcoming junk foods that have been spotted in stores or announced. And then later in the show, we've got a taste test. Ooh. All right. So first up, uh, when you think of crayons, mm-hmm. do you think of food? Mm-mm. I mean, they are no, non-toxic. But here's... Okay. Remember when they came out with the 64 box when yeah. we were kids? And then they had all those, I almost said flavors. Scents, They're scents. Them. Yeah, yeah. But made us think that they were flavors. I can remember my mom telling me, you don't eat these. Oh, yeah. We have to tell that to our boys, too. Yeah. Still, that still happens, yeah. Mm. But uh, they've come out, Crayola has come out with a cereal. Mm. Jazzberry cereal. Uh, it's another one of those just, you know, puff ball cereals that have been coming out. Those random, uh, kind of like sometimes kicks. sponsored, sometimes not kind of cereals that just keep popping up every other week. Hmm. Yeah. Kind of like kicks, but they at least look more colorful than most that have come out recently. Like, okay. like five different colors in there. Uh, but the big draw is that the box has a big portion of it that's in black and white where you can color the box. So the big draw. That's the, <laughs> Pop Tarts Pretzel is coming out with a salted caramel flavor. Have you tried them yet? Uh huh. Yeah. Which one? Do, have you tried both of them? No. There's been a cinnamon sugar and a the chocolate. The cinnamon sugar is the one them. that I've tried. Did you like mm-hmm. that one? Yeah. See, I tried that. I think I tried both of them, and I didn't like either of them. And I wanted to because I really like salted pretzels. Mm-hmm. I so I love salted pretzels, and I will say with Pop Tarts. I've never been a fan of actually toasting the Pop-Tart and yeah, eating it. If randomly, I'll kind of get like a craving where I'm like, oh, that sounds really good. But with the pretzel ones, in the toaster makes them so much better. You know what? I didn't try it in the toaster. Yeah. Okay. You're welcome. Maybe in the future. <laughs> All righty. Next up, uh, Mountain Dew's Major Melon and Zero Sugar Major Melon are hitting the stores. And so far, they're getting great reviews. I'm going to need Mountain Dew to stop making things that <laughs> are enticing my 15-year-old to drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> I cannot deal with it. And this this implies the fact that they've made a Zero Sugar version automatically mm-hmm. implies this is going to be a, a standard flavor. Yep. Um, look, when we first talked about this several months ago, I was skeptical. But since then, we've discovered the, or I've discovered the, the Ultra Watermelon uh, Monster. 
and how much I enjoy it. And so I'm like, I might really like, might really like Major Melon Mountain Dew. Could be, mm. it might be my new flavor. I'm not a, a, I'm not a Major Melon fan. But I really, really wish that Mountain Dew would hurry up and get on it and release Zero Sugar Code Red. Yeah. Please. I need it. You took away the Diet Code Red. I need a Zero Sugar Code Red, please. It is your second most popular flavor. Please make a Zero Sugar version. That's fair. All right. Next up. <laughs> We've got Fruity Pebbles Crisps. Okay. It looks like little round chips made of Fruity Pebbles, like smashed together. Listen. When we had that Fruity Pebbles. The white chocolate candy bar oh. with Fruity Pebbles, that was ridiculously good. I forgot how good Fruity Pebbles are <laughs> until having that. Oh, man. And I still have the piece because I've just been savoring it a bite every now and then where I'm like, oh, this is. Chris even went to Walmart because I said as. As we tried it, yeah. I said, I want this in my stocking. And he's like, I'm not going to Walmart right now. <laughs> but he getting... even went. He went to Walmart, hasn't been able to find it. Well, they, they do. I've seen the candy bar version. Like we had the snowman version, yeah. but it's the same as the candy bar. The candy bar version is like at the checkouts. Okay. On the very bottom shelves. Usually. Okay. Oh. Big red box. Big red wrapper. Okay. Big red wrapper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they've also released honeycomb and chocolate honeycomb big bites, hmm. which are just giant versions of the cereal. Okay. So, yeah, we got that. Uh, Pop-Tarts again. They've come out with a lemon groove pink lemonade flavor. Now, I read that this might have existed in the past and that they're bringing it back. But either way, a lemon flavored Pop-Tart. I... But it's pink lemonade. Pink lemonade, yeah. So, and pink lemonade and lemon are very two very different things. True. I don't know, though, if that implies it's a strawberry lemonade or mm -hmm. a raspberry lemonade. Oh, that's true. Hmm. And then I've had pink lemonade that tastes exactly like normal lemonade, too. Yeah. They just made it pink. I'm all about... So, really, I don't think there's any regulation <laughs> on what pink means with that's, pink lemonade. That's fair. I'm all about a lemon Pop-Tart. At yeah. first, when, when you were saying it i was like "Ooh!" and then you got further into it about how it's pink lemonade <laughs> i was a little bit disappointed but i think a lemon pop tart would be pretty I yummy mean, i like lemon desserts lemon cake is maybe my favorite I was going dessert. to say don't don't downplay it like yeah, yeah i kind of like no lemon cake with chocolate icing is yeah, your favorite that is my absolute favorite but so, nobody can do it right except my grandma rest in peace <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man let's see here we got cereal flavored carnation breakfast essential drinks coming out okay and the flavors of golden grams fruit loops and crave the little like pillow shaped cereals with chocolate on the inside okay but i'm gonna need cinnamon toast crunch right yeah there's not one of those yeah they have cinnamon milk, which has come out, which is just cinnamon flavored milk, but yeah. it's not a breakfast essential. It doesn't, you know, give you your vitamins or your minerals or anything. Yeah. Can't replace a meal. <sighs> Sorry. Sorry for you. Uh, Captain Crunch, oops, all mega berries. Three times bigger. I mean, they're already big. I know. That's what I was Just thinking. One one on a spoon, but That's I think the they, I think you're supposed to be eating these, like popping them like a snack. Oh, okay. Not in milk. Okay. So just giant 
Captain Crunchberries. Okay. Uh, in South Korea, Kellogg's is releasing a green onion Chex cereal. I mean, but are we going to be eating it as cereal or as a <laughs> snack? Because, so you know, it's Chex. And... Right. So we had, there was a guy, uh, I think it was the Impulse Buy, the Impulsive Buy, who did a review and he, you know, he bought it and it sent it to him and he ate some in milk and he said, it's awful. Yeah. Then he put some in with a bag of Chex Mix that he yeah. had and said, it's wonderful. Yeah. So it's got to be what it's made for. But the reason that they made it at all is that uh, like five or, t- five or ten years ago, they had a contest in South Korea about what the next Chex flavor is going to be. And they gave those two options, green onion or chocolate. Those were the two options they gave. So they put the safe, you know, almost certainly going to win. Yeah. And then they had some wacky flavor. And of course, chocolate won. But they're like, hey, let's have some fun. Let's make that green onion one that we were gonna make. And so, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna order it from South Korea, make Chex Mix with it. That's what yeah. we're saying. Mm-hmm. Don't eat it as cereal. <laughs> uh, Dunkin' extra charged coffee. Dunkin's gonna have twenty percent more caffeine available in your coffee. Okay. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you need it. As long as it's not twenty percent more in price. <laughs> Your favorite restaurant of all time, Jack in the Box, Ooh. is offering sauced and loaded tater tots. Nice little, like, almost almost like a Japanese takeout yep. box. That's full what of, they did the tacos in. Right. Tater tots nachos, with sorry. bacon cheddar or jalapeno ranch. Yum. Perfect uh, garbage food for college students. <laughs> And lastly, or 35 year old women. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, Papa John's has added a new epic stuffed crust to its menu. Reviewers are saying if you like Pizza Hut stuffed crust, it's essentially the same. Okay. <laughs> but Papa John's is my favorite. Mine too. And nobody else likes it. I don't know why. I. Okay, you're right. There really aren't many people. Everybody, that... yeah, everybody I talk to craps all over Papa. The John. only other person who I know who actually really likes it, aside from Chris, Chris also really Chris likes, likes it. Good, um, Samantha. Samantha, Samantha likes it. Our friend lo- Samantha. Uh-huh. Yeah, we used to have a Papa John's here, and it was my favorite place to get pizza. Mm-hmm. And then they closed down, uh, and just everything else just tastes terrible. Yeah, it tastes so much worse. Yeah, but we're getting a Dion's. I am excited about that. Guys, uh, those of you who don't live in the New Mexico area, there is a local to our state chain called Dion's that makes probably the best pizza outside of New York. I mean, it's just. I don't know if so I'd go good. that far. I would. But that would. we, listen, we have an, an amazing pizza place already here in town mm. it's mm. amazing it's good but it's not it is true authentic italian pizza mm. it's amazing mm. but dion's has hands down to me the best other italian foods <laughs> than <laughs> anywhere else here so, in yeah. town that's true it's the closest that we're ever going to get to having an olive garden true so true. I'm just excited can't about even that. Get a stinking Olive Garden in our town. We really can't. We got what fifty thousand people here, but they won't count any of the base people, even right. though the base people live and eat and shop here. Mm-hmm. I don't understand because they say that we could up and move at any time. I like how I say we as if I'm still one of them. <laughs> You're not anymore. I'm not. I'm officially. <laughs> 
What what is a Clovis person called? A Clovisite? A Clovey. A Clovey? A Clover. (laughs) What are we? I don't know. I really don't know. We're Wildcats Mm. because we only have one high school. (laughs) True. Oh, man. Okay. Well, uh, let's move on to our main topic. Our main topic of the day, Mo and I grew up in the 90s, and we graduated in the early 2000s. And in some ways, it feels like only yesteryear, but mostly it feels very, very long ago. Uh, (laughs) Lots of people. uh, Oh, I read your line. You did. I was going to let you go ahead. Yeah. A lot of our listeners were born (laughs) way later than we were and only know of secondhand stories about life in the 90s. And, of course, TV shows and reviews. Movies. Reviews? Yeah. Is that the reviews. Word is? Uh, yeah. And movies as well. <laughs> lots of people on Twitter have <laughs> lots of questions for those of us who experienced 90s and the early 2000s in real time. So we're going to attempt to answer some of those questions today. We're going to tackle a few of them here in this, this segment. Okay. And then we'll be back with more in our next segment. But uh, Segment start. is such a weird word. I know. And we've tried to avoid using it. And there's just no other good word. We need to figure that out. Portion. I, I typically say Heart portion of the show, part work. of the show. Just, yeah. Segment is we what We used to be sense. able to say hour, but now we, but we can't, can't even say hour, say hour anymore. It's not hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number one. Did people really call frozen yogurt Frogurt back in the 90s? No. No. The only instance I ever recall that ever being said was on a Treehouse of Horror episode of The Simpsons. Okay. Where the guy who sold the monkey's paw to, to Homer said, and I also sell frozen yogurt, which I like to call Frogurt. That's okay. the only time I've ever heard the word Frogurt okay. before reading this tweet. All right. See, so and no, I wasn't didn't. allowed to watch The Simpsons. So <laughs> we for were me, about... hearing that, I'm like, no, no one has ever said Frogurt. What are you talking about? <laughs> we were talking about that the other day, about how you look at those early seasons of The Simpsons now, and you're like, this is a family show. Like, this is tame compared to everything on television Yeah, right it's really sad. <laughs> it, it really But I was is. able to watch them as a kid. I love The Simpsons. I still do. Still love The Simpsons. See, I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons as a kid. And yet, as a parent, we have been watching Real World Road Rules The Challenge <laughs> from season one with our kids. <laughs> and so I'm like, eh, yeah. just turn your head. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> All right. Uh, Let's see. Question number two. How did people in the 90s know songs on the radio without the Internet? Because we didn't have the Internet. Our time wasn't consumed with Facebook or Instagram, social media. We listened to the radio. I can remember. And they would te- they would tell you the name of the song yeah. back then on the radio. They're like, Here, coming up next, here's the beat. Well, I'm going to say B-52s is what I just said. Maisie. That's a little before us even. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's Maisie Gray. You know, and, you know, they would tell us the track and, yeah. the, and the artist. And then we would go out and we would buy the albums or the tapes. Yeah. Tapes. You remember tapes? I remember tapes. I remember when CDs first came out and... I oh, one of the biggest things that I hated <laughs> hated was that you had to buy the CD even the cassette also but you had to buy the CD to be able to open it and see if the lyrics were inside yes. the And when you didn't put there. lyrics in your album back then you were garbage. Yeah. Like that was that was the worst move to make. Yeah. 
Like, I want to know what you're saying. Well, and I can remember being able to, like, hold the case to the side and look and see if the... Right, with the little... If it folded or not. Yeah. Like, how thick <laughs> yeah. the cover was if on the inside. it was just one, pl- one ply, yep, you, then you know there's no lyrics. lyrics. Yeah. But if it's a little book in there, you got your lyrics. <laughs> yep. Shout out DC Talk. They put the lyrics in both. Good job. <laughs> I still love just sitting and listening to music. No mm-hmm. television. No. Well, see, that's just... what started LTN Radio, really, is a return to that feel. Yeah. Now, we don't announce the songs, but that's okay, because it, it is, we do have the internet now, so it does tell you what it is, but, I mean, that's the that's the feel we wanted. Stop, you know, stop having to go search out music. Stop only listening to the collections that you have or making Spotify choose for you. And half the time they're like, why the heck did you put this in here in yeah. this mix? Yeah. And, you know, listen to LTN Radio. It's all great. Mm-hmm. And you'll find a lot of new bands that you never even knew existed. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question. Did people who went to college in the early 2000s exchange screen names at parties? Um, so there's a picture of AOL Instant Messenger following that. And I like I had MSN Messenger. Oh, I had AOL. You had AOL? Yeah, I had AOL AOL but but essentially Yeah, I mean, I mean we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can remember are you an IM? Yeah. Right. What's you know your screen name? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there was another instant message too. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, there's 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 a lot. It was just a bunch of different instant messengers back then. Yeah. And that's all it was. And you'd send them a message and you'd wait for them to get online and then you'd have a talk. And it would take forever. <laughs> it was just it was essentially the, the pre-texting on the phone. Mm-hmm. But it was still the same thing. It's like we could call each other and have this conversation in two minutes or we could talk it out for 30 minutes or an hour here on instant messenger. But... Yeah, mm-hmm. it was fun. I I it was think before Facebook, uh, it was after chat rooms. Yeah, it was like we want a chat room, but just with the people we actually want to talk to. Yeah, and so that's kind of what it was. And yeah, we would exchange names at parties or school or whatever. Yeah, that's what we would do. Uh huh. I can remember writing it at the top of my letters at school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. how I. That's how I signed my letters. With Hit me up on AOL Instant. <laughs> on AIM. That's what we called it. Oh, AIM. Yeah, that's right. AIM. AIM. Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember that. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question we've got. Why did people in the early 2000s think that them thin goatees would look good? Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Backstreet Boys. Those little weird dollops of... It's like a Hitler mustache, but below your lip. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and even up until, I guess, really eight years ago when we first moved here, Chris would do, it wasn't, do you remember? I do, yeah. It wasn't the goatee, his beard. Yeah, the beard is really thin. Yeah, it was sideburns to beard, and it was just a thin little line. And I had, I finally. Not even an inch wide. Yeah. Half an inch. I finally had to tell him. I can remember saying, you know, I think you can grow a full beard now. And he's like, yeah, but do I really want to do that? And I was like, well, it'd look better than the little thing. Yeah, we're adults, you, right? You know we're adults what now. Do you, what do you even call that? <laughs> the strip? Your hair strip? The chin strip? strip. Chin strip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. I can agree with that. It, it looks like you spilled something on your face at that point. You're dribbling coffee out of your mouth. Yeah. 
something like that. But for Chris, it was a matter of he could not grow facial hair. Ah, so that was like it was the like, extent of what he could get. Yeah, it was like his way of saying, see, I can grow facial hair. <laughs> but can you, though? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, sorry, Chris. We're not making money. Yeah, uh, now that he listens, he's like, seriously? <laughs> Why did people drink so much in uh, so much milk in the 90s? <laughs> Why do people drink so much in the 90s? Why do people drink so much milk in the 90s? Because uh, the Got it's... Milk cap- campaigns? <laughs> yeah. That's why. Yeah. I mean, there's no other, there, there's yeah. no other excuse for it. The Got Milk campaign was fire when it first came out. It yeah. was really good. It got everybody excited about milk again. Yeah, because every celebrity or athlete or comedian, every, every, everybody who was somebody did a Got Milk campaign. And that very first one I remember didn't have a celebrity, it, the commercial. It was the one about... Hamilton, Hamilton and Bill Burr. Really? It was uh, a guy sitting at a museum uh, about Hamilton and Bill Burr, uh, or William Burr. And uh, is that his name? Or am I mixing him up with our attorney general? I have no idea. I feel really dumb right now. But Aaron Burr. Sheesh. Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr. I am mixing him up with Bill Barr. The whole time Bill I'm Barr like, it doesn't, I'm mixing him up with. <laughs> it doesn't sound right, but okay. I'm going Aaron with Burr. it. Aaron Burr. Uh, so <laughs> it was it was this guy, this really thin, like, sketchy looking guy that you'd recognize when you saw because he's been in a hundred things as some nobody character. Okay. But uh, he's sitting there and he's eating a peanut butter sandwich listening to the radio and the radio says, all right, our next $10,000 giveaway, uh, we're going to call one of our listeners and ask you this, this question about Alexander Hamilton. And he perks up and then his phone rings and he's, you know, his mouth full of half an entire sand, peanut I butter sandwich. I do remember this. Goes, yep. Who killed Alexander Hamilton on that fateful day? Blah, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. Oh, I do remember. Yeah. And he goes to get milk and he sees the milk carton and he goes to pour it in his glass and just a drop or two runs out. And he's like, oh, sorry, your time's up. And he's like, I do remember. <laughs> yep. Got milk. Man. <laughs> it's like they implied we would lose out on money if we That's weren't true. drinking milk, guys. That's what. But why. see, and then it just it it points to how different the times are now because commercials aren't even Yeah. as big anymore as when right. they, they were They were iconic back then. Yes. Maybe, I don't know. There were times Maybe. where you watched shows for the commercials. I mean, that's why I watch the Super Bowl. I don't feel that way anymore. I know, because they really don't have... <laughs> they don't I mean, have that same zing. Mm-mm. Don't have that same punch. I don't think people, companies put as much Care. into... Yeah. yeah. Care and time. And wow. Thought. The 90s were so much better. <laughs> All right, next up. Did people in the 90s carry around disposable cameras in their purses for when they wanted to take pictures with each other? Yes. Did you carry one around with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I would bring it if I was on a trip. But I wouldn't just have one with me at any given time. Typically, I always had a disposable camera. Really? Now, ask me how many of those pictures I have. How many? None. <laughs> my mom and dad were so great. Like, I would get disposable cameras in my stocking for Christmas. Really? Okay, yes. so this was a thing for you then. This yeah. was like a, a hobby. Taking the pictures was a thing. I couldn't get them developed. I couldn't drive myself, and my parents <laughs> refused to ever pay for them to be developed. Really? See, I'm carrying some bitterness <laughs> because there are years of my life that I documented <laughs> on film 
that I don't have. My parents wasted their money on those disposable cameras simply because they refused to get... Mom, I'm upset with you. <laughs> Just going to say it. I want those disposable cameras and I want my pictures. Wow. No, like every time there was a youth event or something, I would buy one or two disposable cameras and I would take a lot of pictures. It was really fun. Yeah. Um, and I would always get them developed. But, but I like, you know... Before, before, other than those situations where like there was something special happening, I think for most people, is like taking pictures randomly wasn't a thing. It wasn't something you thought about. Why would I need to take a picture of me eating breakfast? You know, it's now it's so easy to take a photo of everything at any given point and then post it on Instagram and somebody's going to like it and you're going to get an endorphin rush. It's just like, yeah, we'll just take a thousand pictures of every possible thing and document everything. It's like we used to believe a picture was worth a thousand words. Uh, I think you could buy maybe ten with most pictures that are taken these days. But, you know, I completely believe that you were big into taking pictures. Because now I'm thinking about it how, like, every month I've known you on Facebook, you upload a hundred and some odd photos Mm -hmm. every week. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know. I believe it. I am a big... I really am. I'm a big picture taker. I actually... Just had a memory of my freshman year of high school having a disposable camera in gym and my friends and I doing like locker room photo shoots with our gym uniforms and then (laughs) sitting on the bleachers during gym taking pictures. Yeah, I have those. I got those printed. (laughs) But most of them I don't have. Mom. The early years. We'll never know. I'll never know. She could have been a photographer. You could have inspired her to become something. Right? Now look at her Ugh. on the radio. Jeez. <laughs> Society's least favorite entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been so much more, Mom! <laughs> All right, next up. Did people in the 90s kiss their friends as much as they do in Friends? No. Not at all. Mm-mm. I've never kissed a friend of mine. Mm-mm. On purpose. But I wouldn't. Here's the thing. There's only one episode where Chandler kisses everybody. And that's only because he and Monica were secretly dating. And he accidentally kissed her in front of everyone. <laughs> and so he had to, like, hide it. He had to fix <laughs> They don't kiss each other. Um, Anyway, forget it. Not only are you dissing my childhood, but you're dissing my favorite television show. They didn't kiss all the time. Quit making them seem weird. They're not weird. They're not weird. Lastly, did people in the 90s actually keep bottles of Snapple constantly stocked in their fridge, or is this something Snapple wants me to believe? A little of both. Yeah. Snapple uh, commonly had bought sponsorships in shows where, yes, literally you would open the fridge and it would be Snapple. Or they would have an entire subplot of an episode about Snapple. Yeah. I remember an episode of Roswell where it was called The Great Snapple Caper, where somebody stole a case of Snapple. And that was what the entire episode was about. Like they did the same thing with Chuck and Subway. Yeah. And community in Subway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They had several episodes that were all about Subway. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, what does this have to do with the show I'm watching? This is a giant commercial for Subway. They did that with Snapple back then. But that being said, Snapple was a big thing. But you know what was even bigger than Snapple and does not get nearly the amount of praise, nostalgia, the, the Snapple lady feel. No. Oh, okay. Do you remember Fruitopia? Fruitopia. That was like the battle. That was you Fruitopia or you Snapple back then. Because Snapple, Snapple today is just like tea. They yeah. have like three teas, and yeah. that's all you ever see. Snapple back then had a bazillion flavors. And they were always coming out with different flavors right. on and they a regular were basis. Almost all good. Yeah. They're almost all real good. But Fruitopia, Matt, I I if you were gonna hand me a Snapple or a Fruitopia, I'm taking Fruitopia. I think Daedra was the same way. I was always Snapple. I was really? always a Snapple loyalist back then. See, and I think that it was really because like Snapple's big thing was the pop. When you, yeah, you know, and the fact you had a f- fun fact on the inside of the, the lid. See, and I was always like, You can't buy me with a lid, <laughs> you can't buy me with these cheap gimmicks, yep, and your glass um, bottles. I'm gonna take Fruitopia that, <laughs> and plus, we had a Fruitopia vending machine in our high school, we didn't have a Snapple. Oh, we one, had a Snapple so. one, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> but see, I mean, that makes that makes it. Yeah. Or breaks it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we will answer more of your questions about life around the turn of the uh, millennium. Uh Well, century two. Decade, millennium, century. Back then. But first, five bonus random facts. Stick around. This is Mo from the Back Row Morning Show, and I've got your five random facts. There are 256 levels to the original Pac-Man arcade game, but shortly after the 256th level starts, the game glitches and the entire right side of the game becomes text. Humans are the only animals that blush. We are also believed to be the only animal that feels embarrassment. The hottest spot ever recorded on Earth is El Aziza in Libya, where a temperature of 136 degrees Fahrenheit was recorded on September 13, 1922. Your nostrils work one at a time. When we breathe in and out of our nose during the day, one nostril does most of the work at a time, with the duties switching every several hours. And lastly, Peter Jackson, director of Lord of the Rings trilogy, wants to direct an episode of Doctor Who, going as far as to discuss the possibility with showrunner Stephen Moffat. His only request is that he be paid with one gold Dalek prop. For more random facts and hilarious nonsense, tune in to the Backroom Morning Show Monday through Thursday at 7 a.m. Central with an encore at 9. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo, and we hope you're listening to us on LTN Radio when we air each weekday morning at 7 a.m. and again at 9 a.m. Central. That's right. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule, and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. Stay up to date with our shows and enjoy the amazing mix of music we have playing throughout, too. Now, before we get back to the topic of the day, we've got a taste test. Each Junk Food Tuesday, we taste test something new or odd or both. And today, I got to pick the taste test. First taste test of the year. And it goes to me. Down the toilet. That's because (laughs) you're rude. (laughs) That's because I still hold the belt. You do. It has nothing to do with the taste test, but you do still hold the belt. I just had to figure out a way to rub it in your face. (laughs) 
Now, of course, this will be plenty entertaining in audio form. It's even better on video. We record all of our taste tests, and we'll put the full video on our Facebook page, at The Back Row LTN. So go like us over there and never miss a bite. So, what do you have in store for us today, Mo? Honestly? Yeah? I don't know. I'm nervous. I, I really don't know what it is. Okay. It's Haribo, and it's cola, and they're Bala Sticks. That's what they're called. Bala. Bala Sticks. Show the camera. Bala Sticks. Bala. Bala. Yeah. Ballin'. So oh, they're like, hard. Yeah. What the I'm heck? not entirely sure what they are. So they're it's a different. flavored. Kids and grown-ups love it, so the happy world of Haribo. Uh-huh. But uh, Haribo macht Kinder froh und ich wasksinje ebenso. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good job the same, I'm assuming that's the same slogan in another yeah. language. They're so hard. I know. I'm afraid I'm going to break my teeth. All right. So Big, long tubes. Big, long, cola-shaped tubes with a white center. I've never seen them, so I'm assuming you got this from World Market. Mm-hmm. I did. Oh, that's not white on the inside. It's, it's yellow. Yeller. Oh, it smells like Coke. Okay. That is the most cola-smelling candy I've ever had. Rip it! There. <laughs> I'm actually kind of excited to try this. I'm nervous about the 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 innards. It's got like it's got something around the outside. I don't know if it's Yeah, it's sugar. It's very small sugars as opposed to what we're used to our candies being doused in. Mm, yeah, right. Okay, right, ready? Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay, it's kind of like a cow ah. tail. It has like the consistency of a cow tail. But it's cola. I don't like it. It's like cowtail meets Coke meets gummy. Oh. It's making me make a face. Mm hmm. It made me make a face, too. Oh. I'm not a fan. Oh. No. Uh -uh. It's not good. Uh uh. Mm mm. Mm-mm. I'm kind of sad. It's the, it's the middle part, I think. That's yeah. the problem. Mm. I wish that I knew what the middle part was. Gross. I mean, other than gross. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Keep that in Germany. Oh. Oh, it's got a spot on my tongue. It's like heat, except with gross flavor. It's just like radiating Gross. Hmm. I, I don't, don't know. I like it at all. It tricks you. At first, it tastes all right. I will say the cola flavor is spot on. The cola flavor is good, but whatever is in the center. Ugh. I can't figure out what's in the center. <sighs> Gross. Yeah, I can't figure it out. And I reiterate my earlier statement. First taste test of the year, down the toilet. Sorry. <laughs> it's not your fault. I was you didn't make it. I really like Haribo. I was hopeful, too. Yeah, and Haribo is pretty spot on most of the time. And usually, so they have happy cola and they have fizzy cola, the yeah. little cola bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're both good. Mm-hmm. 
So I was I was kind of hopeful for these weird looking stick things. <laughs> it is a lot like a cowtail. I never liked cowtails. Oh, I love cowtails. No. Oh, Deidre likes them. I never, I never, I could never get into them. I Any like of those cow based treats? Because there's another thing too that I don't remember what it's called, but it was like a little disc. I didn't like that either. Um, the the I've tasted another cola candy recently, relatively new cola candy that was really good. Okay. Uh, sour straws came out has come out with like these sour straw bites. Okay. Which they're like thicker. They're almost like rigatoni. Like that's the size they are. Rigatoni noodles. All right. And they came out with a uh, cherry lime cola bag. And so it's got cherry, lime, and cola sour straws. And the sour flavor with the cola taste was actually really darn good. I bet. It sounds good. And then mixing those up, having two at a time, whatever. Did you have another bite of that? (laughs) So I really am curious about this center filling. So I squeezed some out just to try that, to taste that. Yeah. And I... It's nothing. It's got a weird texture to it. It's like powder, like eating powder, but it doesn't have a flavor. So I think, honestly, if you had just the outer tube. If it was just the tube, it would be great. Yeah. Yeah. If it was just the straw, it would be great. Whatever that inner garbage is, is nasty. Awful. Awful, awful, awful. Yeah. All right. Well. There we go. First taste test of 2021 done. I already got mine, and it's in here for next week. Like it's it's ready to go. It's exciting. <sighs> I need something to get. You already said it's wanna... it's meat based because yeah. my whole. I got a bag of these. You want to get that out of here? Oh yes, please. Thanks. Thank you. Some York peppermint patties here. Bottom on fifty percent off. Day after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Palate cleanse here. Hmm. Hmm. That's, That's a better. flavor taste that'll send you to the moon. Is that what they say? No. Oh, I was like. <laughs> That's from Homestar Runner. Did you ever watch Homestar Runner? Uh-uh. Man, I love peppermint. They had a character called Marshy. He was a marshmallow. He was a mascot for a Fluffy Puff Marshmallows. And then they did a, like, 1920s version of a commercial for marshmallows. And mm-hmm. so it turned him into like this weird British marshmallow. And that's what he said. It's a flavor taste that'll send you to the moon. Okay. You know, it's all this. It was very fun. Interesting. A lot of cool phrases and sayings from Homestar Runner that nobody gets. And so I've realized when it's a pop culture reference that nobody else knows, it's not fun. Yeah. It's not fun to say them. Yeah. <laughs> You're strange. Well, thanks. What are you even talking about right now? <laughs> uh, or you hall- get the you get the like the sympathetic laugh. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. There's a Halloween version of the marshmallow commercial. Marshy, Marshy talked talk like this. So, uh, fluffy puff marshmallows. That's how he talked. And so, he, so it was a Halloween one, and he was dressed as Dracula, and. He was talking about myself. So tell your parents to go down. To- <coughs> Sorry, I got a toenail caught in my throat. 
grossest thing. But it was so fun to say that. And so I would say it all the time. And Danger would get it. And back in high school, we were all watching Homestar Runner. So we all got it. But then we went to college. And everything changed. And nobody knew who Homestar Runner was. And so I haven't had had that fun in a long time. (sighs) Do you remember Homestar Runner, guys, listeners, people? Homestar Runner was great. Mm-mm. All right. What were we talking about? 90s. Uh, hey, what do you know? Yeah. 90s and early 2000s. Uh-huh. And that was Homestar Runner time. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> we are, uh, before, before we uh, left our last segment, we were talking about uh, questions from people of today, millennials of today, asking about life in the 90s and early 2000s, mm-hmm. which, you know, we were prime teenagers and children in back then. So we're going to answer the rest of these the best that we can. Starting with, mm, did people in the 90s really say all that and a bag of chips? Yep. Yes, we did. Sure did. (laughs) All that and a bag of chips. Yeah. We would say all that. All that was a, I mean, all that was such a popular saying. There was even a a sketch comedy show for children on Nickelodeon Mm -hmm. called All That for Mm -hmm. many, many years, which starred the. that the, this all that the irrepressible Keenan Thompson and Amanda of SNL Bynes. Fame. Amanda Bynes, but she was Kel. later. She was a later edition. Uh, Kel Mitchell was an original. What was oh? What was the one girl's name? Oh, what was her name? Michelle. No, wait. Mm-mm. Was Michelle Trachtenberg? Wasn't she wasn't on, on that. No, no. But are you talking about the the bigger girl? Yeah. The, the, she was like the mom of the group almost. She was always the mom character in the skits. Uh-huh. I loved her. I know who you're talking about. It's the only thing I know her from. Yeah. But she was on it for a long time. I loved her. Uh, also a later edition was the, the younger Pete from Pete and Pete. Yes. He was on there. Uh, Josh something or other, the white guy that played Ear Boys and Ear Boy and Pizza Face and all that. Oh, I don't remember him. You remember Pizza Face guy? Uh, but yeah, Keenan and Kel, that's where they got their start. And then they had, after that, the Keenan and Kel show, which was great. Oh, here it goes. <laughs> I, listen, you ask me what my 15-year-old's favorite movie is right now. Uh, is it Good Burger? Yes. Because it's mine, too. <laughs> I I own it now. I yeah. have it now. I've watched all it. during Christmas break. Topher has been like, "Can we watch Good Burger?" And I'm like, "No, it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Wait until after January first, and then we can watch it." But it's so good. I know it's good. It's great. But it's not Christmas. <laughs> Perfect movie to start the year with. Yeah. Good Burger, man. You diphthong. <laughs> I remember that. It was my, I didn't know what that was at the time. I'm like, can he say that? That's so <laughs> This is a Nickelodeon movie. No, and I can remember <laughs> saying that in front of my parents for the first time. And I can, oh. Because it just sounds bad. I'm like, no, it's a musical term. It's, I, it's yes. nothing to do with anything inappropriate. <laughs> I can remember for weeks like trying to talk myself into saying it around my parents <laughs> and like feeling anxiety and backing out and not doing it. And finally I was like, okay, if you're going to do this, you have to just commit and don't sound concerned or worried or like, you know, you're doing something wrong. You just have to go for it. You dip thong, walk away, walk away, walk away, walk away. <laughs> oh my God. Yep. That's funny. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, all right. All that mega chips. Yeah. That's where that started. Well, yeah. <laughs> Number 14. Did people in the 90s, well, I say 14, this is on this list. Did people in the 90s really just play cards when they were hanging out? Yeah. I still do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Deidre and I, that was the, that was half of our entertainment when we were dating. Yeah. And in fact, that's how we, uh, that's how I proposed to my wife is through a game of cards. Really? Egyptian War, yeah. We have played more hours of Egyptian War than I think any other game I've ever played in my life. It is a blast. Yeah. Yeah. I It's frantic too. I you know, I haven't taken offense to most of these, but this one really offends me. <laughs> this one feels personal. It, this one hurts. It really does. I mean, <laughs> as opposed to what? Yes, we would sit around and play cards as opposed to sitting in a room with someone and scrolling on your phone. Right? We did like, that. That's what we you do now. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Go buy a pack of but, cards and give it a try. At the same time, though, I do see how they they can equate that to that sounds like something old people do. Because I, like, I remember when I was really young, when I was a little kid and I wasn't playing cards, the only time I ever saw cards was when my grandparents were playing Blackout or Gin Rummy or something. Yeah. And I enjoyed playing it with them, but I still considered it of I'm a kid playing an old people game. That, and yeah. uh, it wasn't until I was a teenager that I was like, I would like to play some cards. See, I don't know. <laughs> and now I'm just talking about normal deck of cards. Yeah. 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 Uno. Solit solitaire and... Oh, I never played solitaire. Did you play solitaire? Yeah. You're a weirdo. No, because it, <laughs> it's a good time passer. Uh, the only time you. I ever played solitaire was on the computer. Oh, when it came on the computer, you were finally like, yes, <laughs> I don't have to shuffle and deal. It does it for me. I can't cheat. Yeah, exactly. Because I'd cheat if I was playing solitaire by myself. I really? I know I would. Yeah. You call me the cheater. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Next up. Did people in the 90s really wear ski goggles every day as fashion? No. I'm pretty sure that was just Seth Green. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in... there were at least three movies he was in where he wore ski goggles oh, for man. no reason. Movies or TV shows. <laughs> now, oh, shoot. That was one of my favorite movies. I still love it. And the name has slipped my mind. With Seth Green is in it. It's their high school graduation. They're at a high school graduation party. Jennifer Love Hewitt plays the main girl, Amanda. And, um, man, I can't remember the boy's name. But he has had this crush on her since freshman year. She's finally single. And he goes to tell her. What is the name of it? What age were you, roughly, when that happened? Fifteen. What age was that? That so 2000, 2002, 2001. 2001. Yeah. Um, what, what, it has what in the, the name. Hold on. It has what in the name? What in the name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What? White man's burden. Uh, no. <laughs> he was the third youth at a hot dog stand. Nope. In that movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't see anything. Hold on. I'll find it. You can move on. Weird Al. <laughs> he was on the Weird Al show? What? Oh, no. He was in the white and nerdy <laughs> video. That's what he was in. <sighs> you remember the Weird Al show? Did you ever watch that? 
No. <laughs> Can't hardly wait. It doesn't have what? It doesn't have what in the title. <laughs> Can't hardly wait. Can't hardly wait, huh? Okay. That was... I probably watched that movie weekly, at least. Okay. We got another Friends one here. Oh, gosh. Did people go. in the 90s actually want Ross and Rachel to get together? Yes. Like, why? Because <laughs> he's her lobster. That's why. <sighs> and they were on a break. Yeah. Can't hold it against him. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they were meant to be. Uh, how did people in the 90s randomly catch a greyhound and move to New York or L.A.? That was a trope in a lot of movies and TV shows. Like getting on the bus and going to New York or L.A. or whatever. People didn't do that, is what we're saying. Did you do that? Did you I didn't. That? Chris did. Chris just got on a bus and went to... So when we first started dating, there was a period of time where he wasn't doing so well. He wasn't making the best decisions, and his parents kicked him out. And so his grandmother lived in California, and so he flew home to California, or flew back to California to live with his grandmother. The plan was that I was going to move out there. We were already engaged at this point. Um, But then found out that I was pregnant. And so he took a Greyhound from California to Tennessee huh. to come back home. Wow. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I guess there were more buses back then. Yeah. There were more buses. There were more and it was cross-country cheaper. bus travel. And yeah, you could go the entire width of the country for 45 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It cost him $50 to go from <laughs> California to Tennessee, as so, opposed I mean, to the so guess, $200 plane ticket yeah. that it was going to cost him. So I guess if it did happen, that's how it happened. Yeah. But it wasn't a common thing, I don't think, for people running away from home just by getting on a bus and going to New York. Yeah. But see, at least you, he had people he was going to stay with yeah. and all those locations. Yeah. Like in the movies and TV shows, you're like, I'm just going to go start fresh in New mm-hmm. York. Just step off the bus and here I am, world. Mm-hmm. I don't think that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, how did people in the '90s find their moms when they lost them in the grocery store? We didn't. They just left us there. <laughs> <laughs> you stayed put in the toy section and waited for your mom to find you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you did. <laughs> or you would both go walking around the store looking for each other and take about an hour finding each other. Mom. Yeah. Mom. And then you hear five other moms. What? <laughs> right. Because you never stayed together back yeah. then. Today you do, I feel like. Today I feel like most kids typically stay near their parents. You're, it's true. But in the old grocery stores, no. Nah, you just run wherever. You mostly go to the toy aisle. Yeah. You only go to the toy aisle while you shop. And that's what would happen. Yeah. It's something that I've never even, since being a mom, it's something I've never even thought about, how different grocery shopping is with my children as opposed to what it was as a child. Yeah. Um, Just like Blockbuster. Blockbuster, yeah. You go into Blockbuster and where are the kids? Over in the kids section sitting watching the movie. Yeah. Or the video games. Or the video games. (laughs) That came when you were a little bit older. Yeah. But yeah. they had like set up video game stuff. I remember my <laughs> my blockbuster had a had a virtual boy set up. Really? One of those weird three D things uh-huh. that Nintendo came out with the red line games. Yeah. yeah. 
That's the only rate. The only reason I I played it and knew how it worked is Blockbuster had one for like a year. Huh. Like longer than it was even like producing games. <laughs> they had it set up. Weird. Who knows how many gross faces were all rubbed up against the edges yeah, of those that goggles. Would, that is not COVID compliant. Never thought of it back then. Nope. <laughs> um, side story. When I was a kid, I think I was five or six. So, hey, I do remember something before seven years old. There you go. I was five or six and I was I was feeling sick in the grocery store. And I remember, I told my mom, mom I, feel, I feel like I got to throw up. And then I just did. And then, blah, right uh-huh. in the middle. And my mom was so embarrassed and was mad at me. She's <laughs> like, why would you do this here? <laughs> Clark's coming up or whatever. So I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And so I'm like, I couldn't help it. <laughs> this is why. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. Here comes some psychology on you. Yeah. This is why you pass out when you throw up. Maybe. Because you you don't want to deal with the disappointment that you put someone in <laughs> for throwing up. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, that's a fun quirk about me. Every time I get throw up sick, it only happens on the first one. But the first time I throw up, I black out for a solid 30 seconds and crumple to the floor. So that always makes for a fun mess. Yeah. But Especially only the first your glasses one. Every, yeah, that's happened before. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the first thing I do when I start feeling coming up. Glasses off. <laughs> Throw them across the room. I don't care. Just get them off my face. Don't want to have to clean puke out of the crevices again. Gosh. (laughs) All right. Next up. (laughs) Questions about the 90s and early 2000s. Did people in the 90s find Bruce Willis hot? No. I did. (laughs) I still do. Mm Mm-mm. Bruce Willis is a legit snack, guys. So I guess, like, my mom probably found him hot. I think a lot of people did, yeah. But not young kids. Yeah. Older, older people. When I was in the 90s, I did not think Bruce Willis was hot. <laughs> All right. We've got, let's see. We did that one, did that one. Let's go to Z-Swan. Why did people in the early 2000s wear jeans under their dresses? Like, who thought that was a good idea? Did you ever dress like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where the tunic style came from. Yeah. That, and that's the whole but point. But the tunic like, style now is usually with, like, leggings, right? Yeah. 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 Jeans just, even even to me looking back then, I remember thinking, this seems like a bit much. Hmm. mm Yeah. Because jeans were their own thing, and they were thick, and they were heavy. Not always. Yeah. Not always. That's, that's what makes them jeans. Ladies' jeans were different than men's jeans. Mm, but they weren't. They weren't leggings. You know no, they're I mean? not. You're right. They're not <clears throat> leggings, but that is definitely where the tunic style came from. Being able to make your jeans dressy was the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hated it. I never liked it. Oh, see. If I still I, don't understand it. I would still wear it to this day if people wouldn't <laughs> judge me for it. And obviously that's obviously, proof that yeah, they would. You couldn't even get through the thought of it before being judged. Apparently. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm reading a book right now, and they kept referring to computer disks. Did people in the 90s really call CDs computer disks? No. <laughs> the computer disks is like a CD-ROM. Mm-hmm. A CD was a compact disk, and we never called them compact disks. We called them CDs. See, and I 
you had to make a differentiation from CDs CD. and computer discs. Yeah. So I can remember saying a disc. Yeah, discs could be used, but still, I would typically use that for computer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, yeah. I would say disc for a computer computer game or a program or whatever. Right. Um, and CD for a music. Right. CD. CD always meant music album. Yeah. Like it never meant computer disc. Yeah. I still do that to this day. Do we have a disc? Yeah. <laughs> if I need to put pictures, save pictures on a disc. Right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And those are the same CDs now. Uh-huh. But we still call them the different thing depending on the usage. Yeah. <laughs> I need to burn a disc with all these files mm-hmm. versus I need to burn a CD with yeah. music. It's just, See? that's, that's, that's how they differentiated the content really. We're right, y'all. <laughs> Uh, wait, did people in the early 2000s listen to Cotton Eye Joe unironically? Where did you come from? Where did you go? Blah, 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 blah. We yes, not. we did. No. Oh, we totally did. No. Yep. No way on earth. Yeah. I have never heard that song in an unironic way. I never heard it on the radio. And I lived in radio. It was burned on multiple discs. Are you serious? Yes. Maybe I'm, it was a I maybe it was a regional thing I know. over there in Tennessee. <laughs> hey, North Carolina. North Carolina, right. Uh-huh. Area. Tennessee area. North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> Different answers on that one. Guys. I was gonna that say got so a little far messy. only one. Got a little messy there. <laughs> uh all right, we got two left. Why did people in the 2000s refer to their BlackBerry as my BlackBerry and not just my phone? Imagine if we said, I'll find it on my iPhone, or my iPhone is ringing, or can you hand me my iPhone? It's because... It was more than a phone. Yeah, it, was a, it, was a, it wasn't really a phone. It was a personal focus. assistant. It was a personal handheld assistant. Uh-huh. Uh, they also had Palm Pilots. Uh-huh. It was the same thing. Yes. My Palm Pilot. It wasn't a phone. Um, and I don't think the early Blackberries had the phone capability either. I think the original Blackberries were much like the Palm Pilot. They yeah, could connect to the right. internet, but I don't think they had the phone. Yeah. Um, my dad had a Palm Pilot. Yeah. And I can remember I'm thinking that pretty sure my dad had a Blackberry too. The coolest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's why that it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be a phone. The phone was kind of added as a, a secondary thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it wasn't, was your... wasn't replacing a phone. You had that and a cell phone, typically. Mm-hmm. It was your electronic calendar. Yeah. Instead of pulling out a paper Right. And you calendar. could write emails on it. Yeah. Because it, it had a full keyboard mm-hmm. on it, typically. And you could write emails and stuff. And that was before text messaging took off as a big thing. It's very true. I mean, that's... It was, it's when you uh, had in to a pay lot for ways, text messages. Yeah. In a lot of ways, it was a precursor to smartphones. Yeah. Sm- phones got smarter. Yep. Um, but... Yeah, it just, it wasn't the phone. Yeah, so don't be hating on the Blackberries and Palm Pilots, because if it weren't for them, you wouldn't have an iPhone. (laughs) Last question. Why did so many people in the 2000s buy PT Cruisers? I don't know. know. (laughs) There is one in our town that has wood paneling that I still see. I saw it last week. I'm like, it's like a jelly bean on the road. What are you thinking? I know they are ugly <laughs> it looks cars. Awful. They they are terrible. It looks awful. Wood paneling in general. Why? 
why did we ever do that to any car? The Even station the station wagon. wagons with the yeah with the wood paneling looked awful. That's yeah. Ugh. I don't think that there was a car prior to that that had wood paneling. I've seen vans. Yes, we had a van. We it. had a yeah. wood pan. We had a wood panel <laughs> station wagon and a wood panel van. <laughs> but they were the rage at a certain point. Yeah, everybody wanted that. Was the new thing. I wonder Let's dress why. Dress up our car in wood. Let's make it look like we're driving a cabinet. I mean, it's not even. It wasn't real wood paneling, was it? <laughs> I think in some cases it was. Really. Oh, hey, see, we should have looked at uh, our, our chat here. We got mm-hmm. Oriel Jedi said it was can't hardly wait before you got uh, to Oh, see? <laughs> For Good those listening, out. we're also trying this out on Twitch. We're streaming our recording on Twitch. And so we got a couple of people that have been watching along throughout this morning. Uh, we don't hmm. mention them a lot because, you know, it's weird on radio. But mm. anyway. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it was very strange. It was a very strange trend. But yeah, I'm pretty sure originally it was wood, and then and then stupidly, they're like, no, let's just make plastic that looks like wood. What? What's the purpose there? Well, but see, I don't feel like that's stupidly. I feel like, I feel like having real wood on my car is gonna, it's got to do something to the aerodynamics of your car. It has to. I don't think it was for aerodynamics. I wonder if it might have been for protection of the vehicle, like if you get in an accident. Because it was always in that area where you would get hit. Get a two-by-four straight through the gut. <laughs> no, I just thought it was meant to maybe not help you not dent the, the actual frame of the car. Like the wood would take... Yeah, because wood doesn't break. No, it does break. That's the point. It would take the brunt of the hit. Okay. And therefore maybe not hurt the, tr- the car as much. You know what I mean? Because uh, wood is... Wood is what, what is, is a wood? Bit more, what is, <laughs> this isn't the correct word, but it'll get me to the thought I'm trying to, is bouncier. It's bouncier than the metal is. Like it'll, okay. it has more give to it. Okay, yeah. You know, it can compress a little and still not break whatever's behind You're it. right. That's what, that's always been my thought. I have no idea if that's actually the truth. That's just what my brain has come up with is the only logical reason people would do this to their cars. Yeah. We need to look into it. <laughs> That'll be a whole show. Just the history of wood paneling. <laughs> no, but we can at least hit you with some five random facts about them. <laughs> uh, all right. We're going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we answer a question that you've been dying to ask us, I'm sure. More back row morning show to come. Stick around. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerd's content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out LTNOnAir.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search in favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. Welcome back. 
back to the Back Row Morning Show as things are winding down for the day. But first, we're going to answer an Ask Us Anything question. I love this one. <laughs> What's the worst fast food restaurant? Taco Bell. No, 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 mm-hmm. no. That's yeah. one of the top tier. Mm-mm. Nope. It's Taco Bell. Taco Bell, gross. So I don't want to automatically jump to Jack in the Box, which is my go-to <laughs> answer of worst. Because I think there might be a worse one. Because Jack in the Box, I think I would still go to if it was the only place around. But I know there are some places that I would never go to unless I was literally starving to death. Do you know, I'm I'm about to draw a line in the sand here. Okay. My second least favorite fast food restaurant. The second worst? Second worst. Popeye's. Yeah, I don't like Popeye's either. I, but they're not my worst. No, can't stand it. Sheesh, it's hard to pick a worst. Taco Bueno is pretty bad, uh, but I don't think they're the worst either. I think I'd still go there. That's a hard question, really. When you really get down to the nitty gritty of it, no, it's not. It's Taco Bell. Taco Bell's phenomenal. <sighs> Phenomenal place. Now that they don't have, I mean, the, I'm upset with the them, cheddar, obviously. Cheddar Chalupa. Now that they that don't have good, that anymore, though. wasn't that great? It was good. That was a it good, was good offering. I tried the bacon Chalupa. Well, Gross. you didn't have it with chicken though. That's, a, that's I had the it whole with point. Steak. Exactly. Which it's not going to be the same. Bacon and chicken is what makes it a club. That's what it goes together. They're the only two that are allowed in the club. You try and invite someone else in the club, it's not going to be the club anymore. It's something else. Whatever. <laughs> Oh, I can't decide, guys. I can't decide the answer to this question. I should have looked at this, or I should have thought about this question more. I picked this question to answer, but I didn't really think it through. Burger King. Also Yes. Gross. Okay, yeah. KFC. That's going to be my answer. Burger King. Like, pff, no. Maybe it's it's possible it's just our Burger King. Maybe. But I can never trust our Burger King. Quality-wise, like food-wise, like, you know, like heat of the food, mm-hmm. getting the one tiny... Uh, customization I want at a place whose slogan has been have it your way for the last 50 years. It's awful. Yeah. I never go there. I have not gone there uh, for any reason in over two years, I think, because it just, it's got, it's garbage. Mm -hmm. All their side dishes are garbage. Their burgers can be good if they're done right, but you're not going to go there to get a meal. That's the thing. Forget it. I, hands down, would choose a Whopper as my burger of choice. If it was anywhere else. Exactly. Anywhere else. Exactly. Done by people who care. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. I, there was a period of time where I was going to Burger King once a week. It was like over the course of two months. And I would order a double cheeseburger. With no mustard. Okay. The double cheeseburger comes with ketchup, pickles, and mustard. Okay. I went out of the, like, six times I went and did this, one time they got it right. And every other time, they got it wrong all in five different ways. Yeah. Like, how can you get it wrong that many times? Mm -hmm. Because they don't care. Right. Yeah. Also, guys who work in fast food, if someone orders no mustard on a burger, they're not asking for extra ketchup. 
They just want you to take the mustard off and put the normal amount of ketchup on. That was the worst one for me. It's like I ordered no mustard, and one time they just doused it in ketchup. Like it was pouring out the sides like it was a sloppy joe. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what is wrong with you? What makes you think I want a gallon of ketchup on this measly burger? Well, because they can't imagine <sighs> someone not wanting their burger <sighs> liquefied. See, that's why I was having such a hard time answering this, because I don't even think of Burger King anymore. Yeah, I don't I even consider them a place that exists. Mm -hmm. we, you just unleash the flood of memories. You're welcome. Pain. I used to love their breakfast, too. I used to love oh, their, like, croissantwiches and, yes. and their hash browns. They were great. Now the croissantwiches are, like, all flat and lame and flavorless. Yep. And the, the, the tater tots, I don't know if they changed the oil or what, but all I taste is sesame seed. Or not sesame seed, a sunflower seed. Yeah. I only taste the sunflower oil they're using. Mm -hmm. It does not taste like potatoes. doesn't taste like salt. It just tastes like greasy sunflower. You're right. It's disgusting. Yep. That Burger King. That's the answer. Taco Bell's great. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> uh, oh, man, feels so good getting all that off my chest. There you go. I'm glad I could help. <laughs> oh, let's end with our verse for the day. Verse for the day is 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. That's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. we got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, please visit give.ltnradio.com. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax. Deductible. Make sure you're following us on all the socials at at the back row LTN at LTN on air and at Love Thy Nerd. And the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. Lastly, just in case you ever miss a day, find the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave reviews something along the lines of it's a whopper of a show. We'll be back tomorrow morning right here on LTN Radio at 7 a.m. Central with an encore at 9 a.m. Have a great day. Mo, final thought. Take me back to the 90s. <laughs> Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. Remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. Bye.